The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. Fourteen twenty in the morning for this February 13th, 2023. Thank you for letting us be a part of your morning, part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420SCAPED at Manscaped.com today for 20% off and free shipping for all your men's personal grooming needs at Manscaped.com today. Monday morning quarterback, the day after the Super Bowl, it's all done. An NFL season wrapped up, a tight little bowl on it last night. The Kansas City Chiefs pulling off a uh, a big win over the Philadelphia Eagles, 38-35. And what was a great football game without, there's some little controversies we'll get to in a, in a bit here, but a great football game nonetheless. The uh, Somehow, some way, the Chiefs pulled it off. Patrick Mahomes uh, on one bat, on one leg and one wheel. I don't know what they shot him up with in the uh, at halftime there, uh, but he came out. He looked like he wasn't going to be uh, worth a damn a, a one-legged horse out there at the end of the first half. He was hobbling pretty good. The the high ankle sprain, I think it was that he had. Who knows? It's speculation. Obviously, they, they weren't going to disclose it. We'll probably hear all about it later on today. But Mahomes was unstoppable in the second half, and that was the the big storyline really of that football game. The way the Eagles were not able to uh, to contain Mahomes and the the Kansas City Chiefs in the second half, 24-14 lead at halftime. The Eagles looked like they were well on their way to a, a Super Bowl victory, and the Fly Eagles fly. The people were were uh, singing that throughout throughout the stadium there in, in Glendale, Arizona, and and the like. And you've seen the people of Philadelphia. My brother was in Jersey last night watching the game with uh, with uh, Eagles fans all over, and he said when it was over, they're probably going to burn Philadelphia down the way that 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 football game turned out, but. Uh, the game itself was was really good, really entertaining, highly entertaining. Uh, as far as the uh, the drama of the game went, uh, it's it was fun to watch. It was the two best teams in football, two quarterbacks who were fantastic. Uh, Hertz was unbelievable. Uh, he had that mistake. We'll talk about that in half a second. He was unbelievable throughout the game. He had a, a game for the ages, 304 yards, 70 plus uh, rushing yards. And, and on and on that went. Uh, he was he was phenomenal. He probably, probably could have been the MVP of that game, even though that they the Eagles end up losing the football game. But you don't see that very often. Usually, the winning quarterback gets it, or the kicker, or whoever who turns out to be the the TSN turning point of the game. That usually gets the MVP in these one game winner take all situations. Uh, the, yeah, like I said, the game itself it was great, but it was not without its controversies. Uh, I don't I. I, I I don't know what a catch is anymore. Apparently, there was a couple of uh, plays uh, on the sidelines where I thought was going to be a, ca- a catch, no matter what. I was going back and forth with my friend Moose. We were talking over the uh, over the, the the text line of that. If that if that last one's not a catch, and this one can't be either, and it's on and on. I don't know what a catch is anymore. I have no idea how they make these calls. What the ruling is? I think you think you have a grasp on it. You watch enough enough football. You listen to a, enough podcasts. You you listen to the guys on TV. What they think is a catch and what what isn't, and you 
you just never know anymore. I, I don't know how, how it's called. And then all these reviews that happen throughout the game really slow things down for me. Um, it's just the way things are, and you can't really do anything about it. But it, for me, it just slows the game down to an absolute crawl. Football can be a pretty long game at the best of times, but with all the timeouts and everything else, and now with all the reviews, it really slows things down uh, quite considerably. It can make for a really long, a long game, especially when you get into the playoffs and the halftime and on and on. We'll talk about that too in half a second. But the, the way the game is handled, I, I don't, I don't. It uh, it has a, a a bit of a lull to it, and then with the way they can kill clock at the end, the timeouts and everything else, it's all within the rules. That's, that's the way the game's played. Clock management, I get it, but it it really slows the game down. And a game that's that close, it kind of can get anticlimactic at that point and that's that's the one um, one of the unfortunate not the one but one of the unfortunate things about the game of football is how it, it, it can get anti anticlimactic and it can slow things down to a crawl at the end of it whereas a, a like a, a a home run in baseball on on the, the 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 last batter or overtime in hockey can can turn into something you have a chance but basically uh the, the eagles had the uh the hail mary chance at the end and it wasn't a very good hail Hail Mary chance. He didn't even, he didn't get that ball down there very far. It would have been, had to have been a lot of uh, lateral passes and everything else for the Eagles to get into the end zone. But anyways, uh, at the end of the day, like we said earlier uh, in, in the year that Mahomes was having one of those uh, hold my beer type of seasons and it turned out to be that way. Everybody else was talking about all the other quarterbacks throughout the league, how they were going to be dominating the, the National Football League, but but Hertz came out and uh, they won the Super Bowl. I don't think it was nearly as um, much as nobody was talking about the, the Chiefs, as much as uh, Kelsey was saying throughout the, the post-game interviews, that he was in no way's talking about us, no way's talking. That's not true. So, slow it down a little bit, Kelsey. Slow it down a little bit. People were talking about you guys all season long, just not as much. It doesn't have to be all about you, Travis Kelsey. Okay, just, just slow it down. You didn't have to be, be that aggressive about it. And just enjoy your moment and say you guys won. Congratulate the people and, and get on with it. Let's get on to the uh, the negative stuff of the of the Super Bowl. Okay, let's start with the uh, the, the penalty late. Was it a penalty? Maybe uh, we're talking about the holding call late, uh, late in the uh, the fourth quarter there on that last drive. Was it a, a holding call? Maybe uh, Brad Bradley Bradbury, whatever his name is, he came out and said, "Yeah, he grabbed his jersey," but I, I didn't think he was going to call it. Um, is it a penalty? Maybe. Is it the time to to, to call a ticky tack penalty? No. Do not make that call as an official. That guy cannot be making that call at that time in a football game. It's a ridiculous. It's a look at me, look at me moment. He was being a cop out there. He didn't have to make that call i don't think it slowed down the receiver one bit that's my opinion i don't think it slowed him down at all i think it was a a, a, a horseshit call at an inopportune moment you don't have to make make that call you can make that call week four in the third quarter of a game between two teams against jacksonville and fucking carolina that that call should not be made at that stage of a game it's a ticky tack horseshit call that didn't need to be made and it was a decision uh it was a uh it was a game-breaking kind of a call that didn't need to be called. If 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 uh, Jalen Hurts doesn't fumble that 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 football in the second quarter, I think it was, it wasn't touched. He just dropped the ball, and a touchdown ensued. It was a a, a scoop and score for for the uh, for the Chiefs. If he doesn't do that, we're probably not talking about this call anyway. So it's it, it, is is this call on the official? Probably not. There's a lot of stuff that can happen throughout a football game, like that fumble I was talking about, that can make that 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 uh, that uh, that that penalty call a non-existent call. But it happened, and and the Chiefs ended up. Uh, winning the football game because of that call. Uh, and you can't say that they didn't. That call decided the football game. And and that's and it's unfortunate that two teams who battle that hard um 
had it decided by by an official that we won't know his name, we won't know anything about him. It's unfortunate that an official at that moment decided to make that call. It's a bad look on the NFL that that call was made like that. Officiating has been a problem for a long time in the National Football League, and it was really brought to light a lot this year with the, with all the different camera angles and everything we got. Officiating is hard. I know I am one, but that call did did not have to be made last night at that time. There was not a, a, a defensive uh, hold called all game long that he decided to make a call at that point in the game. That's a look at me, look at me moment by the official. It was a horseshit call on a horseshit at a horseshit time. And about the NFL, how is it that that field isn't 100% playable, smooth, dry the whole bit it's the super bowl you have nothing but money you have nothing but time to make sure that that field is 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 100 perfect both teams were complaining about it with each other i read this morning while i was doing some show prep both teams were, were whispering to each other and talking to each other about how wet the field was they were slipping and sliding all over the place they they did they were starting to short in the second half a lot they were showing some situations where guys were sliding the changing of the cleats the field the field was in, in even rougher condition after the rihanna halftime show but how that field isn't 100% perfect. It's the National Football League. You guys talk about how, how great you are. You talk about how perfect you are. You can do nothing wrong. You answer nobody in North American sports. You're an absolute joke that that field wasn't 100% perfect. It's an absolute joke that that field was in the condition that it was in. And it's it's a it's a crime on that on that game for guys who get one one shot at it. The way this game is is treated is turned so commercial and such it's so it's such it's crap. It was absolute crap that that field wasn't perfect. The The commercialization of that game yesterday was at an all-time high on Fox. I like I, I get it. I understand. If anybody knows about, about pushing advertising and pushing products, it's me. I do it all the time on this show. Like, it's it's a thing. But the way that the NFL treated that game yesterday, I didn't like that at all. Everything, every two minutes, they were, they were going to a different commercial. They were going to a different ad. They were going to something different. And it's ridiculous how, how it's uh, throughout the day. It's You don't have to watch it, which I didn't. I didn't watch any of the pregame stuff. I had it on, kind of. I was doing other stuff throughout the day yesterday. But the way this it's commercialized, it's so it's so ridiculous. That that Gronkowski, that Gronkowski thing with FanDuel, that commercial that they started, I think three weeks ago or whatever it was, about uh, kicking the field goal and on and on it went. And the commercial was kind of kind of goofy. You, you wonder how it's going to turn out. It turned out to be some some corny, cheesy. 15 second little ad in the third quarter that if you were getting a beer out of the fridge, you didn't even know what happened. So all that build up for that, for that horse shit ad was, it was ridiculous. That Gronkowski thing, like it's, it's got to just enough, like enough with all that. Just put the game on. I know it's entertainment and you want to make, make a few bucks. I get it, but it's, it, it turned out to be a sideshow throughout the, the entire game last night. And I, I, it's, it was, it was a little bit disappointing and even they, they couldn't wait to end the telecast to go to some other show that they were touting and they, they had a countdown clock. They didn't even bother talking to most of the players. They made sure they talked to the freaking, the owners, like talk to the owner every time and every chance they, they got, they're were, they were going to the owner's box and, and flashing those, uh, those people on the screen and, and the owner's box of, of the Chiefs. The, those people are so out of touch. They probably didn't know what they were watching. I think it was the owner's daughter was in the box all dressed up like she was going to a, a, a cotillion or whatever the hell they got going on down there. But I, to me, it was absolutely ridiculous how many times they went to the the owner's box. And then like me and Dave have talked about, and we'll talk about it probably again tonight in 1420 sports bar podcast that they got to quit going to these owners after the game and having them on the stage. They did nothing. They did absolutely nothing but be rich and buy a team. And it just shows that they, that how much of a joke that this is, that it's just a, it's a bunch of guys 
dick swinging and, and that's it. And these owners have teams. They don't care about those players one bit. And to say that they do, that's ridiculous. They they get their trophy. They get, get it from, from Terry Bradshaw and, and the whole bit. And then it happens. And then the owners get all, all the credit for doing this and doing that and the other. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous that they have the owners. And it goes to show you that it's just it's a money-driven league. And it's just a, a toy for these guys. It's a toy for the networks. It's a toy for the owners. And these players these players kill themselves to go up and play this game that they love. And the way that that was treated yesterday, I thought was really offside throughout the entire, throughout the entire broadcast. Like the way it is just so, it's so commercial throughout the entire time. I get it. They, they spend money to make money. I understand it, but it, it, it's, it, it's at a level now when it was on Fox yesterday, that was, it was absolutely ridiculous. And to, to, to tote Derek Jeter out there at halftime or before the, the show started for what? And I'm a Jeter guy. And I'm a Jeter guy. Like it, to 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 say you got baseball coming up, thank God it is. But like to say that baseball's coming up, get Jeter. What's what's that do you? Put it on Twitter. Good. See you later. Have a commercial later on. Good. See ya. Like it, the way they do the whole thing, it's it's a it's a shame. It's an absolute shame the way that that game is commercialized. And I, I it's it's awful. It's actually awful, and it's embarrassing, and it's a bad look with the refereeing the way it is, with the field conditions the way it, they are, and then Rihanna. If you didn't want to be there, don't show up. Don't be there. Like that was the most un under. Like, and I'm I'm not against Rihanna. I'm not nothing against her. Nothing against her. But that halftime show may have been the most underwhelming bit of entertainment I have ever laid my eyes on in my life. She didn't even try to look like she was lip syncing half the songs. Like if you're everybody knows lip syncing's happening, we get it. I get it. But that was the most underwhelming thing I have ever seen in the in the world of sports. Uh, on an entertainment base and the, the money that they spend on that and the money that they spend on all the dancers and the training and the like and the way it, it eats up the field and for her to go out there and put a, on a performance like that was so underwhelming and so blase it was embarrassing it's an embarrassing look i think on the national football league that they can't find somebody who wanted to be there you they just pretend that you wanted to be there rihanna because what you were doing out there wasn't entertaining dancing around pretending you wanted to be there yes i understand you're pregnant and i get it and don't don't people don't get at me but that that was a, a bad performance. Even Deanne, who was watching the game with last night, she's a big Rihanna fan, and she thought it was she thought it was really underwhelming and kind of an embarrassment as well. It was in general, like the game was good, so I shouldn't say that it was bad. But the 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 periphery of it all, uh, it was a bad look on the National Football League and on their showcase game that they can't that the officials had had to make that call at that time, and that the field was not in perfect condition, and that 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 could that, that affected the game, I think, immensely the way it all turned out. Who knows what could have happened? I mean, both 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 teams play on the same field so you can't really blame it on anybody but it's just the, the way it all turned out and the way it looked was a pretty bad look on the National Football League and they really had to try to slow down the commercialism of that game because yesterday I thought was an embarrassment on the league and and on Fox and the way that they, they portray that game and the way that they, they use it for, for their own uh, their own personal little toy and th these owners they got to stay off the field when the game's over they got to stay off the field and they got to quit showing these owners on the screen dur during the football game anyways there's my little rant for the day I enjoyed the game I, I shouldn't got a be so upset about the way it all t turned out but it's just uh i get i get a little revved up about these things and it, it makes me crazy when they they uh they take the sport out of the sport but anyways happy birthday to uh randy moss born on this day in 1977 in rand west virginia six times pro bowler uh, recorded 982 receptions for 15,292 yards 156 career touchdowns and is uh widely considered one of the best uh, wide receivers of all time he's one of the great ones he wasn't he had a 
a bit of a rough go to start his career, but he ended up cleaning up, up, up his attitude a little bit near the end of it and had a really decent career. And he's on TV on, on, I think he's on CBS or it doesn't much matter where he is. And on this day in 1980, the 13th Winter Olympic Games began in Lake Placid, New York, widely known as the, uh, the Miracle on Ice uh, Olympics because of the to the team USA won the hockey gold and Al Michael saying uh, do you believe in miracles yes yes Mike Ruzioni Jim Craig and the coach uh, Herb Brooks uh, what I, I remember that that tournament vividly it was a, it was a great great uh, sports event like I was only six years old back then or five years old but I remember it uh, quite vividly uh, the way it was going on and I, I I remember talking to my parents back then about why the ice was blue at, at Lake Plastics we had white ice in Fort McLeod right and for, for whatever reason the ice was blue in uh in lake Placid, new york so on this day in 1980 olympics started anyways uh thanks for listening this morning uh got a good big week coming up here we got, a, got two or three interviews lined up for your listening pleasure uh an umpire interview uh coming up but i think tomorrow for, for you guys to listen to the hey blue podcast i got a guy lined up uh for the um foul tips podcast for wednesday and thursday we got a guy lined up to do an interview about for our failing tender up hockey podcast so lots going on at the 1420 world headquarters so thank you very much for listening make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel uh, go to our website subscribe to uh, the morning buzz we get those out every day so for, for your reading pleasure and everything else and some uh, neat little tips and everything else to get you going through the day and uh oh, thanks for listening to the show make, make sure like I said, make sure you subscribe to our, uh, our show wherever it is you listen to your podcast and remember everybody it doesn't matter where you are, it's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk later on tonight.